0: Welcome to the second season of Fisher Link, presented by Fisher Inc., a podcast for the Fisher College of Business to highlight stories in and around Ohio State that you may not have heard about. My name is Paige Palmer, and I'm joined by my co-host, Brent Koffenbarger. We're excited to bring our listeners another year's worth of notable stories and interesting guests.
1: This week, we're joined by Chad Goodwin and Sebastian Kobach, who together have founded and now operate Edenburger, Burger, a vegan restaurant located just off 8th and High in between Ohio State's campus and the short north, guys. Thanks for joining us. Can you tell us a little bit about yourselves, kind of your story, and how Edenberger came to be?
2: Yeah, of course, and uh, of course, thanks for having us, Brent. We really appreciate the opportunity. Um, yeah, um, so a little bit about ourselves. Uh, we've been pretty great friends since we were in middle school, um, and throughout our friendship, we've kind of tried a litany of different entrepreneurial-minded ventures. Whether it was apps or videography, um, you know, making music, or uh, you know, we at one point we were selling Ezekiel Elliott crop top t-shirts on Ohio State's campus, and that was that was kind of our first experience that we had. Um, that gave us enough money to try a handful of other things, and ended up helping finance um, Edinburgh in the long run. Um, and I guess. Yeah, we had tried a um, handful of different ventures um, and I think in 2016 we saw some documentaries that really encouraged us to adopt a vegan diet. Um, We had always wanted to use entrepreneurship as a channel to create a positive impact for the world Um, and after seeing the environmental benefits and of course personal and animal welfare benefits that the vegan diet had. Um, we thought this could be a great opportunity to merge our passion for entrepreneurship um, and doing better things with this kind of growing phenomenon over the last two years of adopting plant-based diets.
0: Absolutely. Um, something actually, yeah, that I noticed when we were exploring Edenburger's website is that the mission statement does seem to be kind of formed around the benefits veganism provides for the environment, maybe more so than um, personal health. I guess just how would you describe Eden mission? I think it seemed to be more around that environmental angle, but do you guys um, want to focus more on that or kind of all of the benefits of...
2: Yeah, yeah definitely. We uh, When we saw Cowspiracy, um, which kind of highlighted the environmental uh, impacts of our diets, um, we kind of saw an opportunity to maybe create something that could be accessible and vegan and kind of... Um, you know, build on this information that plant-based diets are more sustainable and, and less polluting than um, traditional ones. And, and so, um, yeah, for us, it was more about the environment. And like, um, like Chad said, we always wanted to use entrepreneurship as a, a channel to improve the world. And um, so, yeah, we saw kind of this opportunity and, and um, you know, we we had the idea Chad actually uh, came up with the name Eden burger, like wow it, you know this would be a great like vegan burger joint um, but of course you know we thought we needed like five hundred thousand dollars and maybe some experience,
1: so we kind of sat on the idea for around a year. So something you kind of touched on it a little bit on kind of the food side uh, I think there's a lot of people out there that may not have tried vegan food. It's not extremely popular, obviously growing in popularity, but uh, I think a lot of people are a little bit afraid of it. They think they won't like it. They think it might not have as much flavor or uh, provide that satisfaction that other food does. How do you guys went about kind of reaching out to these consumers and getting people to give your food a try to convince them that it is good and it will satisfy their hunger and taste? Um, yeah, so... There's
2: definitely a lot of, um, you know, pervasive negative connotations with veganism. Um, whether it's just you know people don't like the idea of it, or you know the the people themselves, people think of uh, vegans as as a type of person that has you know, of course, some sort of prejudice against it. Um, you know, we—I don't think i had ever even heard of the term vegan before we watched these documentaries. It had never been like a blip on my radar, um, so I understand people's hesitation to something that is seemingly really unfamiliar. Um, and there was definitely a learning curve when we adopted the diet. The diet to you know what can we eat and what do we like. Um, so with Eden Burger, we chose the model of. Burgers, fries, and shakes in a somewhat fast food like atmosphere um, to help bridge the gap and be something that is seemingly familiar. Uh, you know, we've all eaten at McDonald's and Wendy's and um, some of these more fast casual restaurants, um, and everybody recognizes a burger, fry, and milkshake. But what we're trying to do is take these things that are, you know, fundamentally or traditionally American and just update them with this modern supply chain of organic and vegan ingredients. Um, and, you know, to this point, I think word of mouth, um, has been our biggest draw. You know, we've, um, we kind of MVP this, this concept, uh, from doing Facebook events at our house, um, because we didn't have an incredible amount of startup capital or relevant experience. Um, so we tried to follow some lean startup principles and MVP it there, um, we took it to ours in the short north once we got more confident in the product until we finally signed a lease a few months later. And in that time, we built a pretty solid social media following. Um, and that's really been our bread and butter for reaching people is, is with this content we're putting out. Um come and try the food for themselves. Um, and usually, you know, we're, we've got some pretty solid ratings across all the, of course, you know, Google, Yelp, um, Happy Cow, just a handful of these restaurant review sites um, and that's really helped us attract and retain loyal customers um, we're also connected to a bar called the Village Idiot which has like an inherent cross section of people that you wouldn't typically think would eat vegan um, but you know they're, they're drinking in a bar and fries and a burger sound good so they come over and give us a try and um, you know 8 or 9 times out of 10 they, they really enjoy it
0: Right, absolutely. Kind of a matter of getting people in the door and just getting them to try it. And usually that works out. I feel like um, you did mention, actually, yeah, talking about kind of um, like startup capital and you know a lot of the entrepreneurs we've spoken with have talked about what a struggle that can be to raise capital initially. So, uh, was this a big roadblock for you guys? How how did you end up accumulating the money necessary to start this business?
2: Um, yeah, so we. Um, you know, like Chad said, we had kind of been trying other entrepreneurial ventures for a while, um, and we had had some success with Ezekiel Elliott Crop Tops. Um, we made a couple thousand dollars off of that and used that to keep trying other ventures. Um, eventually we got into kind of, like you said, doing house events, um, from our, our kitchen at our house, having people over to try our food, and getting feedback, and then eventually we started to charge for that. Um, and so we'd have our friends and family coming over and, and you know swiping their cards on our Square, um, and that kind of helped us keep going. And then once we got into the bars and restaurants, we got a little bit of money there as well. Um, but then you know finding this once we actually found the brick and mortar spot. Um, the landlord wanted us to have like at least $10,000, um, in the bank before he would feel comfortable, mm-hmm. uh, you know, kind of signing a lease with us. Um, and we had around 2500 I think. Um, and yeah, we talked about, you know, trying to pull our money together and different things. And, uh, Chad's mom actually, you know, was really, um, supportive and believed in the idea and believed in the business and I, I think saw some of our success with the pop ups, and um, so she actually dipped into her four hundred one k and uh, took out like the the remaining seventy five hundred that we would need, um, and kind of gave that to us to uh, make the landlord comfortable, and then and give us some some runway to get the business started.
1: So you uh. Going back a little bit, you talked about that early stage when you guys were first starting to create food for Eden Burger, and what was that kind of process like? Were you guys, was it you two coming up with the ideas for the meals and the food, or was, did you have some help on that? Is that something you guys have expertise in, or kind of have you learned as a <laughs> um, you went? Got a laugh exper- there, so.
2: Yeah, yeah, the word. It- the word expertise man well flattered that you'd even consider it <laughs> mm-hmm. um no so uh, again you know we, we've tried our hand at a at a lot of different things um and you know we're usually just coming up with ideas and and finding ways to execute um so in this particular case um you know we had seen people succeeding with this pop-up and kitchen takeover model to validate the business idea. Um, so it really just became about we need to find some recipes so that we can stir food in our house and, and see if people even like it. Uh, so we, you know, before we get into the bars, we saw other people doing it, but we were like, you know, how did they get in there, you know? Um, so we were like, well, you know, before we like try to go put ourselves out on High Street and like, you know, put ourselves on the line, we should have friends over and see if. Yeah, they even like the burgers. Yeah, so uh, just like pretty much everything in our entrepreneurial journey, um, it always resorts to a lot of googling. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, you know, we found a, a a couple recipes that that we liked and we tried out um, and kind of developed over the course of these few weeks of having these Facebook events um, until we kind of found the base formula for you know all the components that make. A well-structured veggie burger, um, and then it just became about plugging in different ingredients that are maybe either more nutritious, or more cost-effective, um, or more easily accessible from local grocery stores. Um, and from the course, uh, from our you know first house pop-up in December of 2016. To when we opened in July of seventeen, our brick and mortar spot. Even to now, um, the the patty recipe has always been evolving. Um, as the same, you know, we house make all of our sauces too. Um, and really, you know, once we set out on our mind on, you know, oh, we need to make burgers or sauces, we Google mm-hmm. until we see, you know, certain patterns of information or, you know, what makes a great sauce. There's usually a couple components of spices, like a you know mayonnaise or vegan mayonnaise base, um, and and we've tested them and just evolved them over time with with a whole lot of googling.
0: <laughs> no trial and error, got to Got to use what works best.
2: Yeah, we're uh, we're definitely bumps and bruises kind of entrepreneurs. Uh, yeah, we've been screen the bat, see what happens, um, and trying to adjust and and keep pushing forward on the data. Yeah, because we, uh, we had, you know, our first entrepreneurial experience, entrepreneurial experience was uh, back in 2013 where we took a different approach and we thought, you know, okay, let's try to get as much money as we can to build this super cool app that's going to get 100000 downloads on the first day. Mm-hmm. And let's move to California, you know, once we actually got some money. Um, and keep working on this. And, you know, that approach actually left us kind of in the end with spending a lot of money and not having a finished product um, that we could sell or, you know, get someone behind. So um, we kind of changed our, our mode of operation to, all right, let's make it, you know, as cheap as possible, as quick as possible, and just see if the idea you know, even valid, and then start to improve and spend more money on it as you
0: validate it. Absolutely. Well, it looks like it's working so far. So kind of looking ahead, what are your guys' plans for the future? You know, uh, where do you see Eden going in the next year, in the next five years? What are your crazy dreams about it?
2: Um, you know, um, the... The plan is to, of course, grow this to be the largest vegan chain um, on earth. Uh, that's probably like the five-year plan. Um, but of course, you know, right now um, it's all about getting our systems and processes down, um, building capital, so that hopefully in the next year or so um, we can get the ball rolling on a on a second location and, and some of these. Other hotbed areas where a lot of our target demographics are. Um, so, yeah, right now we're building capital, trying to just get really good at what we're doing and provide great value to our customers until we can put ourselves in position to start maybe rolling out more of these stores around Columbus and then all around Ohio. Um, you know, our aim is hopefully to, to spread this across a lot of Midwestern states first and hopefully be you know, the vegan chain that feeds the, the blue collar American. Um, because of course out West you have a, a great amount of, of vegan restaurants and chains on the up and up. Um, but as far as the Midwest goes, um, I think there's still a lot of people that are following pretty traditional diets. Um, and I think our type of food, um, is appealing to the everyday American. Um, so, so we'll see what happens. But yeah, yeah right now, uh, it's all about just trying to do our best for our customers um, and, and make
1: some money. Definitely, we'll have to look for the expansion coming soon. That is uh, all the time we have for today, so Sebastian and Chad, thanks for joining us. We really appreciate this. For sure, thank you very much for having us. And that's it for this week's episode of Fisher Link. Fisher Link is presented by Fisher, Inc., the student-run magazine for the Fisher College of Business. I'm Bryn Koffenberger.
0: And I'm Paige Palmer.
1: This episode was edited by our sound designer, Connor Bueller. The president of Fisher, Inc. is Akane O'Hara.
0: If you enjoyed listening to our podcast, please subscribe and leave a review. You can find Fisher Link on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on FisherInc.com, where you can also stay up to date on Fisher, Inc. news stories. Thanks to our guests for today, and we'll see you next time.